Hi, this is Professor of Photography Jeff Curto, and welcome to episode number five of the History of Photography podcast. Episode number five concentrates on the amazing photographer, Gordon Parks. Parks, born in 1912 and died fairly recently in 2006, was one of the most important figures of 20th century photography. Parks was a humanitarian with a tremendously deep commitment to social justice, to race relations, to poverty, civil rights, and uh, really was interested in honest depictions of urban life. The work that Parks left behind as a photographer, a writer, a musician, a film director, a composer, provides an amazing document of the important aspects of American culture from the early 1940s up until his death in 2006. So let's see what we can learn about this really interesting man. When Gordon Parks was 25, which would have been right around 1937, Parks was strongly affected by photographs that he saw of migrant workers, and it prompted him to buy a camera. We'll remember that the Farm Security Administration photographers like Dorothea Lang and Walker Evans were working right around this time under the direction of FSA head Roy Stryker. So uh, migrant mother Dorothea Lang's uh, photograph was made in 1936, and you know, here's another Dorothea Lang photograph, and you can kind of see some of the stylistic influences that Parks may have had in his early photographs. Parks took to photography with tremendous earnest, and he moved to Chicago in 1940, and he began making portraits and chronicling the ghettos in Chicago. In 1941, he had an exhibition of those photographs that he was making, and that exhibition won Parks a fellowship with the Farm Security Administration, and Parks then moved to Washington, D.C. to work directly with Roy Stryker, kind of an amazing circular uh, history there in terms of how things uh, went together. While he was in Chicago, Parks photographed the American poet, social activist, novelist, playwright, and columnist Lang Langston Hughes. Hughes was a leader of the Harlem Renaissance, which uh, listeners will remember that we talked about in the last episode of the History of Photography podcast. It was during this time when uh, Parks was in Washington, D.C., that he made what is perhaps his most iconic image, American Gothic, Washington, D.C. The photograph shows a black woman, Ella Watson, who was one of the people who worked on a cleaning crew in the FSA offices. Parks styled the image after Grant Wood's 1931 painting, American Gothic, which uh, he must have seen when he was living in Chicago on the walls of the Art Institute of Chicago, when, uh, which is, is where the painting uh, is housed. Parks claimed that the inspiration for the photograph came from combining the American iconography of Wood's painting with the racism that he encountered in the very highly segregated national capital, Washington, D.C. Parks continued to document racial injustice in his work, using his camera to show what others might not choose to see. And Parks worked in Washington for a few years and then moved to Harlem in New York in 1944. Shortly after arriving in New York, uh, Parks landed some work for both 
Vogue, and Life magazines, and he produced fashion photography spreads for Vogue, uh, oftentimes using motion with his models, something that had not really been seen in fashion photography. And so uh, Parks using slow shutter speeds and having models that, that moved and were a little less static in their poses than what had uh, previously been used. Um, and he also produced uh, photo essays. One of the best known of those photo essays was Harlem Gang Leader uh, in Life magazine. And uh, Harlem Gang Leader, an amazingly uh, uh, penetrating photo essay uh, about uh, a young, primarily a young uh, gang member in Harlem, uh, but also the rest of the people that were in his family and his group of uh, acquaintances. Uh, I recently saw an amazingly interesting exhibition at the New Orleans Museum of Art, I say recently, perhaps about a year ago, uh, and uh, uh, it, uh, there are some articles about it on the web. I'll link to them at uh, photohistory.jeffcurdo.com, which is the blog page for uh, this podcast. Um, but this exhibition was really interesting because it was a dissection of this essay, Harlem Gang Leader, and an examination of the various ways that editorial decisions changed the overall look and feel and effect of the images that Parks made. And in fact, uh, Parks' essay was really quite different from what Life magazine ended up publishing in their pages. Life magazine also gave Parks assignments to photograph the black Muslim world, and that uh, those assignments embedded him deeply into the civil rights movement and especially into the black Muslim uh, movement. Um, and here are some of uh, Park's photographs from that time period, a uh, photograph of Elijah Muhammad, the leader of the Nation of Islam, and his daughter, Ethel Sharif, who was the leader of the Women's Corps of the Black Muslims. And uh, Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad, was also a mentor to Malcolm X, the Muslim minister and uh, human rights activist who Parks also photographed. Another sort of interesting uh, tangent of that was that Elijah Muhammad was a mentor to the boxer Cassius Clay, who changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Parks became friends with Ali and produced some amazingly iconic images of the fighter in his prime. Parks' photos capture Ali's private side, a casual and relaxed, uh, more approachable fighter than we often see in the sort of uh, angry or larger-than-life legend photographs of Ali. And one of the things that I think is really interesting about these photographs is that there is an implicit trust in these images, and Parks was, in fact, well-known for spending significant time with his subjects before photographing them, getting to know them as a part of the process of creating the images. Parks eventually expanded into making films, and he became a pioneer African-American film director. Parks' first film, The Learning Tree, was based on a semi-autobiographical novel of the same name, and it focused on his childhood in Kansas, uh, where he grew up. From The Learning Tree, both novel and motion picture, uh, Parks went on uh, in 1971 to create, uh, as a director, the uh, movie Shaft, a, a movie that uh, kind of garnered the, the title uh, or the, the genre of black exploitation. Uh, Parks said that his movie was an attempt to give black people a positive role model. In this case, it was the role model of a strongly masculine private eye. Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chips? You're damn right.
Spoon is a man that would risk his neck for his brother, man. Can you dig it? There's the theme uh, by Isaac Hayes, and Parks also had a hand in composing that theme uh, because he gave Isaac Hayes a description of the character of the main, main character, John Shaft, and explained that the song had to familiarize the audience with him at the start of the movie. So Gordon Parks, writer, photographer, songwriter, director, Seen here on this slide in a photograph made by his daughter, Tony Parks Parsons. Parks had four children, and his oldest son, Gordon Parks Jr., was also a photographer and a filmmaker, and was killed in a plane crash in 1979 in Kenya, where he had gone to direct a film. I suppose a great way to sum up uh, our exploration, our brief exploration here of Gordon Parks' work, comes uh, from uh, a quote from him. Uh, Gordon Parks said, The subject matter is so much more important than the photographer. The subject matter is so much more important than the photographer. So Parks, his dedication to so many causes, so many objectives, uh, the subject matter is so much more important than the photographer. So thank you for joining me on this episode of the History of Photography podcast. I look forward to seeing you next time. Don't forget to check out the History of Photography class sessions available on the web at photohistory.jeffcurto.com or in the podcast feed. And while you're on the web, take a look at my other podcast, cameraposition.com, a podcast about the creative side of photography.